This episode of Disruption Nation is sponsored by Vertical Integration Realty. Enjoy. Welcome back. I'm your host, Taylor Wade Offer, Disruption Nation, a show podcast platform where we highlight and showcase people that are disrupting their space in a positive way. We got Mr. Morad Fiki. What's up, man? What's up, man? I'm so How glad you're here today. This is great. 175,000 Instagram followers. I think he's the number one social media guy in, in, in Greater Houston. That, that's got to be like within the real estate world, right? Yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, that's sure. epic. So kudos. For now. Major congrats. For now, where, yeah. where, where are we going? What's next? Dom- I want to dominate everything. You want to dominate everything. So all spaces, all yeah. spaces, because I feel that, you know, there's so much more than just real estate. Mm-hmm. It is all about influencing and motivating yep. people and, and, and teaching people to build successful businesses. And that doesn't only have to be real estate related. There's, there's layers to it. And I mean, he's, he's so right. And, um, like, you know, obscurity, that's the biggest problem. Most people don't know you. He was on a panel. We just had, thank you for that. You did a really oh, good job at Masterclass you. Houston. I had a great time. Killed it. Moderated a Mother's Day panel. I remember he was joking in the promo <laughs> videos. He was like, what am I doing on a Mother's Day panel? You're <laughs> moderating the mothers. It was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, but he said, on the, one of the things that he said was that if they don't know you, they can't flow, flow you. you. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. and, and, and maybe you, know, you might think, okay, what well, sounds cheesy well it's like if you think about it a lot of what you're probably doing you're probably working towards that and it's just it, it's so true you know i mean how much business do you get from social media oh wow i don't um i, I haven't tracked it to give you an exact number okay but, but um i guess. would I, 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 I guess not even knowing i mean i have no idea i guess 20 percent for sure, at least. You know, and Maybe another 30. thing, social media. that's just extra. That just comes, okay? They flow them because they know them. Oh, at least, exactly. And it's not just, um, okay, somebody finds me on Facebook and then yeah. wants to transact business. It's also the fact that people see you again and again and again and again. And then when they're ready to do something Boom. or they know somebody ready to do something, like, hey, you know, I know this guy. His name is Murad Fiki. I see him on LinkedIn. I see him on YouTube. I see him on Facebook. Or whatever it's just being constantly seen and that's the most important thing they say that people don't even acknowledge a marketing message until they've seen it nine to twelve times meaning you yeah. have to be seen nine to twelve times we're getting over three thousand marketing messages every single day and it's a lot of information to process our brain where's that stat coming from just curious i mean is that um, like from all social ads, everywhere, and email, like, like you know, and just billboards, billboards like just yeah. life, like yeah, you life, go through right. a day, every day, and, you're and getting you get over hit. three thousand, three thousand marketing messages. So your brain has to filter them out, yeah, or it's just too much overload. That that's like that crazy stat, like you know, the human brain has like X number of thousands of thoughts a day. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's more, maybe. Oh yeah, <laughs> for sure. And so, um, you know, the best known product will always be the best product. And this is something that I've learned. Because it must and, be the best because you see it everywhere. And live by. Well, right? not just that. I mean, you can see time well, and again. That's the perception, though. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and 
you know, especially in the real estate space, 77% of people will, can only think of one realtor. And then there's maybe another 17% that can think of two. That means if you're not one or two in someone's mind, yeah. you're out of sight, out of mind. I love that stat because in a city where we got 42,000 agents, you know, agents coming in, yeah. to hear that, the ones that are hungry, I feel like you're going to respect and appreciate that and, and move on it because oh, yeah. everybody else is like, oh, well, you know, it's just, you hear, you hear it all the time. You know, somebody, family member uses a different agent and you're just like, what about, what about me over here? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. your fault. You know, you should have. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let exactly. Exactly. You know, it was great. Um, I was at a, a 10x conference with Grant Cardone, and he, you know, something that I really was there, I was there with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really, really held, held true. It was he had he had the diamond seats. The people sit like in the very front, and he said, you know, this this nice lady sitting right here. He said, I've seen you at a ton of my events. He said, now you know who I am, but I don't know you, who you are. And he said, is that my fault or your fault? And that really hit home. It said, you know, it's your responsibility to get known, to get people to know you. And if people don't know you, they don't flow you. Yeah. You know? And so that really hit home to me. I said, the biggest problem in business is obscurity. How do I get known in a major way to where I can build a brand, build a following to where a brand lives on beyond me. And that's the most important thing is building a brand, building a name, building building a, a, a notability in the marketplace. So I'm gonna go right back to brand. Murad, by the way, has four kids. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> the youngest, um, Athena Rose, six and a half months old. She came to the master class, adorable. Yeah, Adorable. <laughs> yeah, so um, that, was, uh, that, was, that was cool having her in the room. Might have been one of the first babies at a master class, Houston. Man. <laughs> and then we've got a lot of them, so yeah, that, that, that yeah, was fun to see. Sure. Um, but yeah, yeah, so, so back to the brand. How do, you, how, do you do it? How, do you, how do you do it, man? I mean, you know, with, with uh, and speak, speak all the way around from the business to the family to the, you know, you know with the four kids. I mean, how much of your, your family, personal side is, is yeah. part of it? I mean, I, I know you're doing, and then, and then also speak to, you know, what you're doing on a daily you know, 175,000, you know, followers is, is incredible. So thank you. I feel like I'm just getting started. Yeah. Um, but I would say, you know, being authentic, having authenticity, Huge. you know, you don't just want to be the person who's posting constantly asking for business. Um, you know, I think if you post your authenticity, what you're into and let people into who you are, the business will follow. People know that I'm a real estate agent. People know that I'm in the real estate space. I don't have to constantly um, be on a soapbox dictating that. People know that. But I let people into who I am. You know, if you know me and you follow me for a while, you know I'm a big Astros fan. I love going to the Astros game. I'm a family man. I love my family. I love, you know, spending time with them and letting my followers into my life and seeing that, you know, me and my wife have four kids and we, you know, love traveling. We love doing things. I'm a huge foodie. I love going to places. Yeah. I like to champion small business. So I'll be at a place hanging out, having having a drink or having a, you know, an incredible entree. And I'm going to shout them out and, and let people know about it, you know, because Houston is a big foodie place. That's real cool, man. How, how do you like to do it? Is it a video or is it still picture? Either way, it's phenomenal for the for the restaurant. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. I, I love video because video content is more powerful than photos. Okay. Um, and I feel like 
people, everyone posts photos because they don't want to get in on video. That is true. They're She's so, calling you out right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've been guilty of it too. Same, and so, man. So knowing that, right I'm like, no, I'm going to do videos. I'm not saying I don't post photos, but you want to really let people in and build a relationship mm-hmm. with people on social media. And that's the, the power of social media. Social media condenses the time frame. Yeah. So how long does it take for you to get to know someone on a personal level? You know, it takes years, you know, to really get to know someone. Whereas on social media, in, in three months, you feel like you know somebody because yeah. you've seen their kids, their family, what they're into. You know, I've seen people at, in public places like, oh my God, and they meet me in person, and, they're like, and they feel like they know me. It's so cool. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Well, there's so much yeah. power because, I mean, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of different you know, ways I want to go on the topic, but it's just kind of like, okay, you have, um, and I mean, this could be, this is real. I mean, you know, it, it's a family member or, or a friend that you moved to the same neighborhood. I bet you hear this a lot. You're the realtor, not me over here, but you moved to the same neighborhood or to a, na- a, 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 a close, a neighboring neighborhood because you, you like, I like you more, Rad. I was like, we're going to, you know, we're going to hang out <laughs> more. And then, and then, and then you, it, it, you might even hang out less because yeah, you had to do the planning when you lived here and here because yeah. it was it was it was a greater effort, right? But now that it's easy, it's like I'll do it anytime, and anytime turns into like never, you yeah, know? or just yeah. not as often as, as, as you thought. So, um, oh yeah, oh yeah, that's a great point. But yeah. but back to it, yeah. I mean, it's it, it is it's phenomenal. I think how we're able to you know have the relationship you know with people online and and. In person, it's uh, it's it's one of my favorite things, man. Uh, who who said it? It's like if you have a relationship online, you can take it offline, and if you have one, like you know, yeah. in person, take take it online so you can keep up with people after the fact. You know, if you meet somebody for the first time, event, party, or whatever, and you want to you know stay in touch with them, it's the for easiest sure. way to do it. For sure, I've made a lot of friends from social media, and it's just been awesome. It's been all people I would have probably never met had it not been for social media. So. Talk about some of the conferences and stuff, because I would assume, because I'm, I'm a big fan of going to them, um, about just the networking, I guess, maybe, if or, or, or collecting, mm-hmm. you know, social media followers. I mean, maybe that's not why you're going, but, or do you actively, you know, pursue social media followers when you go to, like, you just went to a YouTube conference in Austin recently. Oh, yeah. You know, you know you're at, uh, you know, the 10X conference not that long ago. Yeah, so it's great. How do you, well, what's your strategy you know, I, I like going to conferences that build me up and teach me things. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm really big on digital marketing, digital advertising, uh, building a following, you know, so I, I love going to things where I can learn, you know, how to get out there and really build my brand and build my following. Um, at the same time, you know, a lot of these, like the 10x growth conferences, the 10x community that Grant Cardone has put together is just incredible. So I go to these conferences and I see people at the, you know, I've seen them for years at the conferences. So it's kind of like a regathering of the 10x community. So you feel part of the community after a while and you build friendships and you build friendships and, and people who are also in the same struggle of building a business, getting a business off the ground. Yeah. Um, you know, getting out of obscurity and surviving you know when you're in business you are a gladiator especially when nine out of ten businesses fail ex-naval officers speaking over here man you're you have to have fortitude 
to keep <laughs> on going when it's tough and, yeah. and you're not making money and you know you're you're taking a huge pay cut you know I forget who said it but he said um, I forget who if it was Steve Jobs or someone said you know the entrepreneur is Richard Branson he said the entrepreneur goes into business for himself to make less working 80 hours a week for himself than 40 hours a week for someone else and you have to have that time period where you take a pay cut sure where you you go there's been days when I you know I've had people that I've hired and they're going to get paid before I do and so if the money's not there I got I got to pay that paycheck and I have to starve for a little while and that's that fortitude to keep on going mm. because you believe in something you believe in yourself so you are a gladiator when you're in business for yourself that's true. All right. Well, speaking about, you know, being a gladiator, obviously you can handle the tough stuff, right? Because it's going to come at you. Yeah. But give me another example. You know, rough spot in the business is primarily a real estate related podcast. So, you know, let's just go ahead and let Oh, man. Talk, talk Where about, do I talk start? About, talk about, you know, yeah, yeah. Real, you know, real estate bumps in the road, man. How'd you yeah. fix it? How'd you, how'd you figure it out? If they tell you in real estate school that you, you should have six months of savings you're gonna go six months without a paycheck that's funny. and I'm like six, not funny actually that's I'm sucks. like six no months man I didn't make money probably the first five years or I was negative I was spending more <laughs> oh, money than I was that's making brutal. yeah so you had a secondary career or you know income that you're you well know? My, my wife was working for Shell for about you know 13 years she just recently retired from Shell and is working with me full-time now okay cool, helping cool, me cool, grow the business but yeah it was that constant her constant income kept us afloat while I was losing money every year in real estate because it is tough it's a tough business to get into and you know there's 45,000 agents 45,000 members of the Houston Association of Realtors you know 95 percent of them did either zero or one sale last year 95 95 percent 95 percent five percent if you did more than one sale you're in the top five percent of realtors in, you gotta be in kidding me. yeah if you did more than one sale two or God, more i would have bought 90 10. So. you know what i mean <laughs> i would have maybe i would probably believe 85 nah, 90 10 but anyway yeah so um it, it's just crazy you know because and then a lot of a lot of people get their license and just you know they're in their other career they just want to do real estate here and there right I get it but how yep. can you get good at something if you do it here and there how can you get really good at something if you're doing one or zero sales per year you got to go all in you know and that's you, with anything you, yeah if you want to yeah. go go yeah. right so um all right so it took a while right it took five years why how did it take five years. Uh, building a name, building a reputation, you know, it, it takes time. And, and of course, you you know, I was doing sales during those five years, mm -hmm. but not enough to where it really made it worthwhile. But I knew I had the vision and the dream that I'm going to make this happen. And there's no other option for me. Yeah. I was just recently discharged, honorably discharged from the U.S. Navy in 2013. And, you know, I, the only professional experience I had up until that point was being in the military so right. it, it really doesn't translate into the civilian world but I always had this dream of being an entrepreneur and building a business so I said I'm gonna go all in on this and you know figuring it out building a book of business and and you got to go get get some leads and get some business it's not yeah. just gonna come to you people aren't gonna come to you and say hey I need to sell my house and you know I can't I came to your house to find you because you can help me no, you have to get out there and find that business. <laughs> that's so true 
Well, hey, look, I, I want to say thank you for your service, by the way. Thank yeah, you respect. And, uh, and, 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 I, and I want to ask you, you know, um, it's, yeah, it's a tough, tough question because I am, I don't know, I just, I've learned a lot about, you know, the suicide rate of, you know, people that come out of the military yeah. within the first year and then just the annual, you know, um, you know suicide oh, that yeah. happen post-military, like you said, reinserting into civilian life, right, from, you know, however long you've been in, four years, yeah. 40, whatever. So, um, not did you, were you ever suicidal? You can answer that if you want. That's, that's not the question. But but how how did you, because you're talking about fortitude and fighting yeah. for it and seeing, and you had the vision. You had the vision for five years. So, like, explain that. You know I mean, like, what's your two cents on just, you know, Oh yeah, well PTSD Come, is a real thing. Exactly. Like, for, so for I mean, sure. Was and was it? Was did you have hard hard spots for that or? Yeah. Um, no, I can't say that I had any of that. But but PTSD, veteran suicide, is a real thing. Yeah. Um, I I know, and especially a lot of veterans. So I went through a reduction in force when Barack Obama cut down the military, and there was a lot of veterans who got let go. Um, to me, it was like now I can pursue my dream of of real estate and becoming a That's real cool. estate tycoon. But a lot of veterans, that's all they know is being in the military. And it's such a big part of them. It becomes tough for them after a transition into the civilian world is finding a new identity. Right. And, and like, now who am I? What am I going to do? And feeling valued. The military, to a certain extent, made them feel valued, that they're adding value to the world and fighting for something worth fighting for. Yeah. Now in the civilian world, how does that translate? So a lot of veterans have difficulty with that. And, um, you know, it, it, and it's tough. It's really tough. Another thing I'll say is some companies hire veterans, but a lot of them don't, you know, a lot of them. And not because they don't like hiring veterans, but it's like, okay, you were in Iraq or you were in Afghanistan, you were holding a rifle, you were shooting. How does that translate here in the corporate world? You know, how, how does that translate here in tough. accounting or finance? And, sure. and veteran comes off of, active duty a lot of veterans have to join the police force because there's really nothing else to where it translates i went on a few interviews and the companies told me hey man thanks for your service you know we really appreciate you um you know we don't have anything for you here but i'm sure the next company will hire you and it gets boring and tiring when a lot of that companies are saying the same thing oh the next company will hire you i'm sure they will because you know we just don't have anything for you here. So, you know, Punch in the face. Ouch. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's painful. So, it you know, is. again, with me, I was like, I want to be an entrepreneur that solidified my transition into real estate even more so. Cause I was like, well, I can just do real estate. That's what I've been wanting to do anyways. But a lot of veterans want to come into the workforce and feel valued and that they have an importance. Mm-hmm. And that's where the difficulty comes in. And we got to do better at really helping veterans transition and helping veterans uh, find their place in civilian society. There's any veterans watching this, and you're thinking about a career move. Call him because I know you're, you're building. Oh man, you're building. Sure. You're building a team, right? Yeah, absolutely. And and um, if 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 you are gonna call him, you need to. Uh, you got to be prepared to work because you know I asked him. I was like, you know, tell tell me about this. You know, because you know. By the way, I did 23 million last year. I'm like, you know, what are you doing? How how's the team going? Are you growing? Do you want to recruit? Yes, yes, yes. And uh, and, oh, yeah. and I was like, all right, well. What's, what, why, I mean, do you have an assistant and your wife in the business? Just one assistant right now? Yeah, yeah. Well, you have an intern. So. He's here. Zach, oh, yeah. shout out to Zach, okay? <laughs> Probably going to see him. But, um, yeah, so. And so, yeah, we're definitely building our team. I have to build a team to grow. And so I, I have to make the transition into 
doing everything myself into coaching and mentoring. And mm -hmm. that's, that's the transition I'm going through right now. So I'm definitely looking for great people, but people who are ready to, <clears throat> people who are ready to roll up their sleeves and grind. You know, people who are ready to do whatever it takes. Tell them what you told me. You said, because I think you got leads. Maybe, maybe not. But maybe yeah, you're yeah. like, people don't want to work. Yeah. You, a lot of new agents yeah. just want everything handed to them on a silver platter because you're it's a here. It's market. You know, it's like it's you're here market. and you it's got your real market. estate license. We've all been waiting for you. Now you're here. We don't you have know, to. So we're going to hand everything to you. That's not real life. <laughs> it's not. You know? And I will say the it's same. It's funny to hear you talk about it because you're in it. I see it, but I'm not in it. Yeah. So like, I, I feel like, you know, anyway. No, it, I see it, the it same. It means more, more clout coming from you. Cause yeah, I, I, yeah. But I, I know what you're talking about. That's, and that's a huge um, deficit in, in the mind mindset of. It's awful. Of younger people. And, yeah. Yeah, I saw right. the same thing okay. when I was graduating from college. You had all these college grads or, or, or about to be college grads. Yep. And I had a little bit more experience because I had already been in the U.S. Marine Corps, and then I went to college. So I was in my early 20s going to college, while a lot of these 18, 19, 20-year-olds, and they're thinking like, you know, as soon as I graduate, I have all these companies just waiting for me. You know, I can I can write my check, and the, it was a it was a harsh reality when that, and that was back in I graduated in 2009. Okay. So that's when the recession came. You know, the last recession. We're Dang. about to go through another one. But the recession came. And so all these companies that were hiring stopped hiring. And now it's like, oh, crap. You know, what am I going to do? Because there's not a line of companies just begging me to that's come nice. in their door. And that was a reality check for a lot of people. And so that was when I went into the U.S. Navy at that time. But, you know, you'd see the job fair at U of H. Mm -hmm. they, you know, when uh, my freshman year or my sophomore year, there were like maybe 700 companies at the job fair. And then the next year, my junior year, there was like, you know, 350. And then the next year, my senior year, there was like 100 companies showed up. Dang. It's like, what is happening? They're not hiring, dude. Yeah. And then the ones who showed up are just showing up to just like, you know, have a presence. They got a stack of resumes like this high. And they're like, you know, as soon as the job fair is over, they're like throwing them out. Like, you know, we're not going to look at these. God, it's like crazy, brutal. you know? It's a real world out there. <clears throat> That's a real world. So, you know, if you think... You need to add value. How are you going to add value in no, in ways no one else is adding value? How do you do it, man? New new flavor, new strategies. How do you yeah. how are you disrupting your space, man? Yes. So, like with me, I'm all about digital marketing, digital advertising. Any realtor can put the listing on har.com. That's the Houston Association of Realtors. har.com. It's the most viewed real estate website in the greater Houston metropolitan area. It's one of the best websites in the nation. Yeah, I for mean, sure. It's, it's got for clout. Sure. It's got clout. But even so, that was given to you. Yeah. And you're just talking about all the stuff that, you know, everybody's going to do that. Any realtor can do that, right? So yeah, you don't right. need yeah, me yeah, to that, do that. That's not separating yourself. For I'm, sure. I'm going to do not. that too. But you got to do it. But in addition yeah. to. And anybody's going to put a sign in your yard and wait for the phone to ring. What are you going to do on top of that? Well, Mr. or Mrs. Seller. I have a massive following that I'm building online and social media that I can advertise your properties to in ways that the average agent can't. Average agent has 100 followers on Instagram. I have 175,000 followers. So I can, I'm, and I'm building a following to where I can, you know, find buyers from overseas. I can find people who are interested in these kinds of properties. I can hyper local target people on Facebook. Facebook knows everything about you and me and anyone who's on Facebook. Yeah. 
So why don't we use that to our advantage? And I'm not just talking about putting the property on Facebook. No one cares about that, man. I'm talking about targeting people. I'm talking about paying Facebook, literally paying them to find the people that I'm looking for. And 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 that's when you use digital marketing and digital advertising. Who are you looking for? I'm looking for this type of demographic, somebody who's looking for a you know $750,000 house in this area, in Memorial, zoned to the top schools, etc. You know, I'm looking for you know the the person who's a first-time home buyer who's in the in the three hundred three hundred thousand price point looking for these types of homes. So you can target people. I'm looking for people who are on on social media or they're on Zillow or Trulia or Redfin.com. Mm -hmm. These are the people who are looking for homes because they're in the market. That's who I'm targeting. And so you know, it, it really depends what what is going on or what is that advertising campaign. But I can yeah, well, let's talk about that. That was my next question. Yeah. Let's segue advertising campaign <clears throat> for. Doesn't matter any of the any of the different you know categories that you just listed off. So what does that what does that look like? I mean, is it uh, more than one um, oh, video yeah. or what? Is is it good a landing page? It's a brand Absolutely. new one just for that demographic. I would assume so. I don't know. Absolutely. I'm you know when I advertise, I'm I, I want to hit it with a sledgehammer. So I want an avalanche. I want followership. I want people who just want to watch my videos. I want to find people who like watching videos and like watching content and like watching powerful content. And so when I put out content, I want to captivate. I want to entertain you. You know, I'm not just going to stand here and say, hi, this is so-and-so with Joe Smith Realty. You know, look at my new house. Man, no one cares, man. <laughs> I want to captivate and entertain you. Yeah. I, want to, I want you to enter my world. I want to build a relationship with you. And I, I want to build a following that is going to look at not just my properties, at everything I do. You know, I'm hanging out. I'm going to talk about how I'm feeling today. I'm talking about motivation. I'm going to talk about the, the difficulties in building a business. I want to find people who are interested in that kind of content yeah. and are going to follow me and build a relationship with me. And that's what I'm looking for. I'm building a community love it. online. I love it. I love it. That's why... I <laughs> I mean, you got the enthusiasm, right? He's got the energy, and you know we're doing the same. You know, Disruption yeah. Nation, Houston Real Three. I loved it. You know, like I love the real estate community, and it's, it's uh, it, I love it. It's just, it, but it, it is that, right? Like attracts, like you know, you want to, you want to be, you know, you want to serve, and you want to bring people into the world. Yeah, you know, that yeah. are that are like minded, and it's uh, and and by the way, you know, like we get to have a good damn time while we do it, right? I mean, yeah. I have fun yeah. on a daily basis. You know, for and sure. So it for is, sure. Uh, that's what it's all about. Um, I'm gonna segue on another topic, but in, anything else on uh, on on that? Because that's a, that's a good one, man. And you know, and I, I I see. I'll say this, and I'm sure you got got some more to add on on just you know the social media and Instagram um, or Facebook. Um, well, I'll, I'll just I'm I'm pass it back to you now. You know, so so when you're targeting, you're just talking about Facebook. What about Instagram? Are you targeting on Instagram also, or advertising on? on oh, on for there? sure, absolutely. Instagram is more of a global presence. I have I have friends and followers on Instagram in India, in in uh, the Middle East, in Europe, you know, all over the world. So it's not as much hyper local targeting which is more facebook facebook i can hyper local target i can target people here in the greater houston metropolitan area and around the world but but mainly i can really focus in 
sure. and hyper local target. Instagram is more of a global presence. I'm really building my brand, my my capacity. I'm building my presence and I'm building a community of like-minded people around the world so that I can, you know, maybe go overseas and host an event and and bring people that that already have do been you want to do that for some time absolutely there you go absolutely i want to i want to you know i want to build a movement and a community of like-minded individuals who are all about business success health wealth and success that's what i call it health wealth and success i love it man that's a yeah. lot so you mentioned, you know, the exposure and the relationship and the reach from social media being able to attract um, out-of-town buyers, international buyers, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, so so I'm hearing two things, and maybe it's just both, or um, my question is, is it one more than the other? Is it is it more that, or like you said a second ago, you like to target people that like to watch videos that you can bring into your world? Because, if I mean, how, now I'm asking the question, if they do that, then they might you know, have the potential to maybe want to buy from you later. Oh, yeah. So is it one versus the other, or do you know you're going to get them both at the same time? I want it all. You want it all. I don't blame I you. I want, I want, I want my cake. I want to eat it too, man. <laughs> I want a massive following. I want to build a movement yeah. of like-minded people. And then on top of that, we can all do business together. Okay, but on Jump Street, though. So back, back to the beginning of, yeah. like, you know, the target, focus, goal, mission of that right that's 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 the long term yeah. you know that's not going to happen overnight but what you can do and in, in, like today is uh like how do you um you know target that because i feel like it's so it's so broad if you're like i'm gonna go after international <coughs> prospects in london fair right but yeah. you know i mean it doesn't mean that you know australia and all these other places that are less likely to move and be a transplant you know to houston you still hit them too, or, or do you look for that? You look for uh, you know relocation, you know destinations as a place to you know target market. Well, there's does, a lot does that of, make sense? Yeah, am, am I asking that right? There's a lot of feeder markets, so you you can also look at where are people moving to Houston from. Exactly, feeder markets. And then you okay, can target those markets. Didn't know the reference, but yeah, there's a lot sense. of New York, a lot of California. Man, you know California and New York lost a congressional seat. This past census, they lost, a con meaning their populations have dwindled enough to where they have lost a congressional seat. Texas gained two seats, <laughs> meaning Texas's population has increased. <laughs> Everything's bigger in Texas. Yeah, man. and I, I've lately had a ton of clients from California and New York. It's been crazy. So I, a lot of people are moving from Cali and New York to Florida and Texas. They're moving from unfriendly business environments yeah. to friendly business environments to states that have zero income tax, whereas California and New York have a state income tax. Sure. So Major in Texas, difference. the state income tax has been banned permanently. It's in the Texas Constitution. So they can never implement a state yeah. income tax. Not coming so back. So a lot of Fortune 500 companies are moving to Houston, moving to Austin, moving to Dallas, and saying, why are we located in New York and California where we have to pay this additional state income tax? Why don't we save revenue move to a, a, a business-friendly mm -hmm. environment like Texas or Florida, and with that comes an influx of jobs. So it is wise to look for buyers you know, from these states or from, from feeder markets is what we call them. What's your pie chart look like from domestic to international on your targeting? Um, I, I, I don't really do it like that. I'm more so looking for people who are 
I'm, I'm looking for people who are looking for homes in the Houston, greater Houston metropolitan area, especially in Memorial. Um, and that can be anyone. So it really depends. So you target somewhat hyper-local, but when you get yeah. the outside exposure, you get the outside exposure. Exactly. You're not running ads in, like, you know, London and... Exactly. Not yet, but uh, I would wherever. love to do that. I'd love to UK. get to that point. And absolutely, because, you know, I want to build... I get it. I mean, I, I, I'm, 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 hell, if anything, I'm, I'm, I'm personally curious, too, because, you know, like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm all over, you know, the hyper, you know, local, <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah. But, you know, domestic, fair, you know, not really, you know, yet. Yet, 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 exactly. Because it's coming, you know. But I gotta, I gotta, I get, you know, you gotta, you gotta build it first. Yeah, right? yeah. So yeah, got exactly. it. Um, all right, health. Um, what were you doing, man? I don't know. It was like a year ago. You're grunting in the gym. It looks like you're doing. Um, what the hell was your workout? It was, it was motivated me. Oh, motivated yeah. me. I mean, I'm, I'm all about health too. But I was doing some power lifting. So, yeah. uh, powerlifting, weightlifting. Intense, by the way. Go check out his videos. <laughs> um, what's this? It was a circuit it's training, great. or it was just you and a trainer? Um, no, we I felt like he just gave his phone to his trainer, and he was like, "Look, I'm about to get real crunk right now. You need to watch this." <laughs> yeah, Olympic weightlifting. Um, yeah, Olympic weightlifting has been great because it's a, a great way to burn fat and then also gain strength. You know, a lot of like it really depends on what are your personal health goals. But I want to shred fat and also gain muscle. Yeah. And in doing that, you've got to have resistance training. So you can't just do only cardio. Uh, you've got to have resistance training. And even better, if you have resistance and strength training where you're getting cardio mm -hmm. and you're also getting strength and resistance at the same time, that's great because you're, that helps you burn fat and, and gain strength. So uh, I do a lot of Olympic weightlifting, deadlifts, squats. And then uh, what I think what you saw, what you're talking about is power clean, where you're pulling the bar from the ground, you're lifting it, and then, you know, you're going over your head. So I would say, you know, you really need to get with a trainer who knows how to do that and, and can train you. Give him a shout out. Um, Who's your trainer? Um, I had a guy named Bryce. He actually just moved to Dallas. But that guy was awesome, man. He, he had a lot of Olympic, yeah, Olympic weightlifting training. And now... Uh, I do alpha training at Lifetime Fitness. So okay. alpha is kind of their version of CrossFit. Gotcha. And um, yep. it's been really great. It's been really great. You got to be careful, too, and make sure you stretch. And, and, and yeah. But a lot of that also goes with what are you eating, what are you consuming, what are you putting in your body. And you want to make sure that you eat healthy. Uh, you skip the fast food. That's a big thing, the fast food, the sugar, the grease. Um, and I'm not saying that I'm perfect at it. We all have days where we, we slip up, but I definitely don't want to eat fast food. If I, and I'm always out and about meeting with people, doing business. So I look for healthy places I can eat or, or, yeah. or local businesses that serve a decent food. Yeah, yeah. super, super important. For and sure. Uh, what, yeah, how many days a week would you say? you? Oh, I work out six days a week. Okay. You know, Monday through Saturday, I take Sunday off. Um, and I know you might be thinking like, gosh, I, you know, I don't have the time. I don't have the commitment, but is your health worth it? At, at a minimum, I would say start at three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and you build up from there. But, um, you got to make a commitment to yourself because yeah. when you get healthy, now you have more energy to build your business and to work on what's important. That's right. That's so important. Health first business will follow. You know, if you're right here, you're going to do good. 
out there. And, yeah, and, uh, and you got more to give. And, and if I can it, add to it, that, it, I had it, a friend. It all is that. Yeah, I had a friend who said, like, man, you know, it's hard for me to get in the gym. It's hard for me to commit. You know, I, I find myself slipping. Mm-hmm. I, I, I say I'm going to go to the gym. I don't make it. Right. My advice to him is hire a trainer. Hire someone. Pay them. Pay them good. That way you're like, I have to show up I, or I'm I, wasting I, this money. That's so true. And when you got someone waiting for you at the gym, mm-hmm. you're less likely, you're you're more likely to cheese out on yourself than on someone else. You don't yeah. want to let someone else down. So you're going to show up because they're waiting for you. And if you got someone calling you, hey, bro, I'm here. What are you doing? Where yep. are you? Yep. You're less likely to let, let them down. That's so true. Yeah. That's, um, honest, I'm sorry, man. I'm going to call you out a little bit. That's kind of how this happened today. I called him. I was like, oh, you're, yeah. you're almost here, man. Oh, man. I think he thought it was going to be a Zoom. I, I, I don't know. It didn't dig, dig bad, too deep. Dude. He's like, I'll be there in 18 minutes, and you made it in 10. And anyways, Oh, and man. Here I we was are. flying, too, man. I, no, I don't like standing anyone up. I was like, dude. And, you know, for whatever reason, <laughs> the reminder didn't flash on my phone. And so when you called me, I was like, is that today? Holy moly, I'm, I'll be there. Look, see, ASAP. you know, that's the best. That was my too. All right, so look, um, thank you so much for being on Disruption Nation, man. Oh, man, um, thank you. I'm about that to get great. us out of here in a second. Uh, we've got a few more questions for you. But before I do, please tell people how they can get a hold of you. So, man, hit me up on Instagram if you're on Instagram, at marad.fiki. That's M-O-R-A-D dot F-I-K-I. Um, or hit me on Twitter. Hit me on TikTok. Hit me on LinkedIn. Hit me on YouTube, Facebook. You pick your flavor. Hit him up, man. Just hit him up. <laughs> I will. I will love to connect with you and build a relationship with you and and see how I can be of service. All right, so, a couple yeah. questions for, before I sign us out of here. Um, let's see. What's uh? What's your what's your favorite restaurant, man? What do you eat there? Oh uh, man. Can I list ten of them? <laughs> you got one. Uh, uh, man, you're gonna want to do that for everything I've got coming at you. Oh. <sighs> One, if I had to pick one, I would say, and there's a ton that I love, but I'm not going to, I'm going to pick local, locally owned. I would say Backstreet Cafe, uh, right over there off of North Shepherd. Amazing food and amazing drinks. What do you, what do you order there? Oh man, it depends what I'm feeling like. I might have a nice piece of fish. I might have some braised beef. I might have, if I'm at brunch, I might have some eggs Benedict. That's good, man. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm hungry. You're, so, you're yeah. killing me right now. All right, cool. <laughs> I skip breakfast every morning. Too, what, so. What's your, uh, so you got to be getting hungry too. All right. Uh, what, what, what about music? Favorite, favorite musical genre or artist? I would say 90s hip hop. 90s hip hop. When hip hop was man, good. Man, that's hard to beat. When, when hip-hop was good, that's hard to beat. hip-hop was whack right now, you know? So oh, I, I still like the Young Bucks, man. But anyway. Uh, there's a few. They're all right. But, man, when it was Dre, <laughs> Snoop, Biggie, Jay-Z, Nas, no one had, will ever, 50 Cent, no one will ever beat that. I, I think the last Super Bowl show that we had, when it was Dre, Mary J. Blige, Snoop, Eminem, and 50 Cent, what? That was insane. I don't know what Kendrick Lamar was doing on that stage. I don't think he belonged. But I do. That was just me. Been. <laughs> yeah, but that was '90s <laughs> hip hop, man. That that was when it was when it was lyrical and it meant something. Yeah, so yeah, get me off fire. That's what up I grew here, up man. on. So, dude, that Super Bowl was one of the best Super Bowls of my life. That was on yes. a cruise ship, middle of Gulf of Mexico. It actually felt on my birthday, and then that was the lineup for the Super Bowl show. Like, I thought the halftime was better than the actual. The halftime was like, the best halftime I've ever seen. 
It was um, just and great. I didn't see the it one that great. Michael Jackson did. He he did the first one. He derailed me, man. I was I was going. I was on the outro. <laughs> came right back. Sucked me in. Um, all right. Yeah. Uh, what what else? What's your favorite product or brand that you can't live without? Wow. Favorite product or brand? I, the first thing I come to is Apple. Hell yeah, me too. I have my MacBook, I have my <laughs> iPad, I have my iPhone, say, I have my AirPods. You say something else, it's like, it wouldn't even be true. <laughs> my iWatch, you know. Use so. it all the time. Um, okay, what about favorite book? Or most recent wow. book you read? Oh, that's a tough one, man. Favorite book, I would say Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Okay. Discussing the, the art of success. And in recent times, I'll probably say The 48 Laws of Power by Robert Greene. That's a powerful book. If you're building business and just learning in the history, nice. how, how people have dim implemented different strategies for gaining power. You got a dream car? Oh, wow. I, I'll probably... Um, there's just so many that I want. I'm a car connoisseur. How many cars but you got? I love, right now we have two. Uh, I'm in focusing investing in multifamily cash flowing Fair. properties and not assets that don't cash flow like cars yeah. that just lose lose value. But, I mean, I love the Rolls Royce Phantom. I love the Lamborghini. Sure. Okay. Uh, I love the Ferrari Testarossa. I love, there's so many different, the, the Maybach, uh, you know, and I want all of them. What's well, a dream vacay for, uh, <laughs> for you and the wife or, or the family? Or both. I definitely want to go to Bora Bora, which is on the other there side of the world, and yep. just those beaches and that water looks amazing. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, and best advice you ever got, and who gave it to you? Wow. First thing I can think of is my former commanding officer. Uh, his name is uh, Captain Navy uh, Willie today. told me. Captain Willie? Captain Willie. Um, can't remember the last name, but he said, build a reputation. He said, you need to build a reputation. When you do something, do it so well that you build a reputation for yourself and your reputation precedes you. And that's when you build something powerful. I love it, man. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. Well, we're going to wrap it up, man. Hey, thank you so much for being on today. Thank More you, man. Ad. That was great. That More was great. Ad. Biggie, Taylor Wade offer Disruption Nation. We drop one of these every Tuesday at 2 o'clock, by the way. So uh, if you're watching on YouTube or if you're not, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. And, um, yeah, we, we appreciate your support. And, you know, if you know anybody that's disrupting their space in a positive way that should be on the show, please reach out. We'd love to have a conversation with them. And uh, until the next time, um, yeah, we'll see you soon. We'll see you next time. Please, holler.